Are you looking for a fun event for the whole family? Well, look no further than the circus. Why go to one of those new fancy places like the mall or your local delicatessen or a bowling alley to have a fun time with the kiddos? Bring them down to the circus so they can see what real suffer I mean joy, real joy, no suffering. See the acrobatic stylings of various people who you can't see because they're very high up in the air. Be thrilled as they almost fall and die. We have those big teddy bears. Have fun on the Tilt-A-Whirl. Throw some balls at a stack of cups. The cups don't fall down. Enjoy deep fried snacks like fried butter and fried margarine and steamed margarine and also chicken. We just have them. They're out. You can touch them. We also have a petting zoo. Clowns. We've got clowns. They're horrible clowns, but they're just, that's just cause they're, you know, clowns. Find us in the parking lot of an abandoned building operating machinery that's as old as the people running them. Even the haunted Calliope. Worried about tetanus? Don't be. We aren't. And make sure to give us all your innocence so we can pay the fees to keep the circus going. The circus is free for all kids under the age of 13. Unless they already have a cell phone, then our innocence won't get us much, to be honest. Welcome back to Critical Bits. Jerry uh, has, has successfully disconnected himself from the star peg as well. Alex has disconnected herself from uh, her doom track. So neither of you have doom tracks anymore, but Jerry, you are kind of in a limbo as you aren't really any playbook at this moment because you're just, uh, you're not even like a beacon. Like you're just a person, but you got the thick. Let's do the clock sound just for one little, just for <laughs> just, old time's uh, sake. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, everybody yeah, yeah, It's like, oh, that's mm. a loud clock. That's uh, <laughs> last time we're hearing that. Uh, so that, that that goes away as um, as uh, the seamstress had said. You know, the the next step. There's like this certain type of thread that she needs to get, and what she tells you that it is because uh, why 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 she needs you to go to the circus for it is uh, pretty much the easiest way to describe it is it's some of the early threads of reality because she talked to you before about how like she's all about like binding and she likes the idea of the actual like makeup of the world itself and that there is the idea that this is essentially like a part of the Big Bang that, you know, and it's not that this is the only uh, thing of existence, but there's lots of stuff that are just from from before time was even time and the only place that she knows of the, anyone having something like that would be uh, the circus itself. So that's what you're trying to get. And then as far as what she gets, she goes over like the price of like what it is. She said that while you're breaking in and stealing that, it's probably just be a bunch of other stuff that you could take that is good and she'll just kind of take what Whatever. She wants to help y'all. So she's not really too picky. And then she tells you that it is like a, you know, a heavy price to pay because it's not that like you have to like do something great. It's just that like the circus themselves are very notorious and, and good at what they do. No, and I'm sure they've all got their own names, costumes and all of that. Like Kim, you like called up the, the mechanics just to like let them know that you might need some help and then, you know, lift to answer and then give the phones to the disruptor and disruptor. Like once you start talking about the circus, like he knows them immediately. He's not come up against them, but definitely knows of them because they're notorious. Like they operate 
everywhere. Disruptor didn't really know too much about another or the other side, but he says, you know, the, the circus, like, what was always hard about them is if anyone tried to get back at them, they seemingly could just disappear for, like, months and years at a time, which you put together... They hop between all three of the different dimensions, so, like, they probably just do a bunch of crime in one and then move to the other while they're just, like, hiding out. Once you're talking about their names, she, you know, pulls out these, like, little diagrams made of, like, yarn and shit, like, similar as she was showing before, and she uh, tells you about all of the members of the circus. First up, there's Mind's Eye. Uh, it's somebody who, uh, he has the power of astral projection, and he also is, like, a very powerful psychic. But the thing is, is while he is in another side, especially, but another side and the other side, he can actually freely move around as his astral form, and he doesn't need to be tethered, like, to his physical form whatsoever. And he can astral project while in your side so he can astral project and just is in general a very powerful psychic there's tightrope which is a magical rope that was given life after enough trapeze artists fell to their death on it and it has the grace and agility of every single dead artist that stepped on it and couldn't even wait to the third one to make it stupid this huh? is the thing though these are stupid but terrifying because this is a sentient rope that is imbued with the power of dead trapeze artists that actually forms itself up into like a body like figure but can also like untether it's to unravel itself at any time to just go to like a rope and just move around like that then <laughs> there is the barker which at this point um it's more of a just kind of a voice because it was used to be a barker that could control and throw their voice and anybody that it threw their voice into human or inanimate objects it could control them and at this point its original body has just been so far lost that it just kind of lives in like one of those old carnival cone barkers but it is a sentient voice that can hop from body to body and object to object and while it's in there it can speak for it and control it. These are scary. I like them. Yeah. Then there is Madam Killsight. She is a psychic who has the ability. What do you think she does? Uh, she has the ability to tell people's future while she's looking through the scope of her magnum at them. Generally, she tells people they're about to die. <laughs> Does she have any actual powers? Yeah, no, she can actually see that she's a Okay, so like it's not just like she shoots she, she shoots <laughs> everyone. Yeah. Like you're you are going about to, to get soon, shot by then, my magnet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just a cheeky It's not just a cheeky yeah. thing. Like the thing the scary thing is is like she doesn't just say it to everybody. Like everyone she said that to them, either then or at some point, they do die by her magnum. She does other fortune sure, but telling like this, stuff but too. But she also like looks at people like, oh, her daughter, and she's like, oh, cool, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get into that preschool yeah. we were trying for. But for the, the real, <laughs> the real threatening away. thing that's told is, you know, the the how she's really good at saying that, like, I will kill you, because uh, like I said, anyone that she said that you will die by magnum has died that way or is still alive and just hasn't died by something else yet. Then there is the lion with is an anthropomorphized lion that was, uh, well, it used to just be a normal lion, and then it ate a magical ringleader who used to, like, whip and torture him, and then now he wears the ringleader's hat and is just as, like, quick-witted and deadly as, like, he's quick as quick-witted as, like, the ringleader was, but he's as deadly as a lion, and he uh, can actually, like, his claws swipe through all three dimensions at once. So, like, all, like, Ooh. where, because, like, there's, like, a weird metaphysical way that they all lay on top of each other and are part of each other. Like, he can, like, affect and cut through 
like your side, another side, and the other side, like simultaneously if you want. And then the final one is called Robin, which is just a small bird that uses the power of uh, all of, like the orphans that died and still need <laughs> vengeance. And I get it. Can conjure. <laughs> And it can conjure their like spirits and shadow forms to do its bidding uh, as long as like it's slowly helping them get the vengeance that they need. Well, I have an advantage because for most of my life I was psychologically an orphan, if not a real orphan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the, I lose the advantage the of an orphan. Do I have the so power? It's all, it's it's all laid out there for oh, you. Oh no, the crime orphans kryptonite. Uh, Parents. There, there are other <laughs> other members of like the circus that aren't necessarily you know super powered that are just literal circus people uh that just like help work it but the the general way that they do it is they you know move from town to town to dimension to dimension where where you know they just do grifts cons robs and stuff like that they don't really have any set motives they just really like stealing shit and are good at it they're not like evil like world domination evil but they're like very self-centered a bunch of really sadistic guys in clown makeup but they're just clowns it's just regular <laughs> clowns they're like, it sounds like they're like looking there. They, they, they've been wronged and they're just looking to get to, to lash out. Yeah. They're just, they're taking care of their own. And money. you know, so like, if you don't want any problems with them, don't go to like to the circus, but obviously y'all want something Thanks. from them. Good tip. Is their home base like, uh, like a circus? Like, do they chill at the circus? What the seamstress has told you is that where they keep their stash is technically in another side. But as y'all know, is that there's like all the dimensions on their own and then there's these weird pockets within. So effectively, what you can put together is that their stash is a sub pocket of another side that you have to figure out like how to break into and they keep it like one of those old timey looking safes. You know what I'm talking about? That's literally yeah, like the big safe with the big, the big turning thing. One of those to where yeah. they carry that around with them where the circus goes and travels to where they can store everything into this pocket dimension. Um, but so you have to get through that. So what you would need to do is figure out like where the circus was currently and then set up some kind of like heist distraction to make your way into there to be able to sneak back in and find a way to break into their thing. And then she tells you once again, you know, you know, like the weird fabric of reality to help like get the like spellbook out and then like get Jerry connected with the, uh, the friendship peg. And so, you know, that and that, you know, she just wants you to grab some other shit in there. Anything that you think is valuable, like Jerry with your gloves, you can definitely just kind of get like, oh, yeah, this feels like it's just got a lot of just juice to it. So you can you can tell what would be like good to grab in there. But she does also let you know that, you know, feel three, grab other things. But the longer you're in there and the more shit you're trying to steal, like the longer they're going to be aware of you because you don't necessarily want to try to go up against any of the circus because they're pretty spooky and so it's you know as long as you can just get some stuff and then she also reassures you that like if for some reason you can't grab other things for her you can just work out something else she's not gonna like try to like you know harp on you and then the book itself hasn't like called to you again but you do just keep seeing like it's just like being like messages are being written from the oracle trying to to demand uh that jerry brings the book back can, can you let her know that we are working on it is that yeah, the seamstress uh, just like shakes her head. She goes, I'm going to be honest. This is why I was telling you, I can't really help you out with any of the deals you made because you can. No, just tell I, her. Like, I, I don't know how to make a message I, I, I in get, the book I get what that I'm goes saying, back. But, uh, it, this is a better thing. I just ignore her because because if you if you, no legit. If, no, I yeah. know people like yeah, that. Because if, yeah. if you talk, it doesn't matter that you like haven't even been gone that long. Literally, 
As soon as she, she told you, she she thought that like, why is he? She, she's not. No, no, no. I, I, yeah, no. Never mind. Sorry, that makes complete yeah, so sense. That's what I'm I, it's not. It's not. You know. But I'm. I, I will warn you, and I can tell. I know you got to do this job, and I know you want to use that book, but I'm gonna let you know that book's little, gonna be a little temperamental, and maybe not like you as much because it's it doesn't well it's just it's pretty much telling you that you're not its owner and to return it so you can still use it but i don't and i know you have other things but don't rely on the book super heavily because you are very just god i don't want to say this is killable yeah do you have anything <laughs> i could like a stick or something i could hit things with uh, she goes actually i got here i got i got i got something i could do she goes can i can i go ahead and uh can i actually see your your jacket and your pants and jerry goes behind the little screen yeah so she <laughs> uh, you hand them over and she like stitches in and and there she grabs some like patches and puts it in and she gives it back she, she goes all right so this is like reinforced to where if you really like if you're if you're if you get like a big hit it can like Absorb it once. So don't just, and you, because it's the same, I connected it with your bag to where it's just kind of linked. So we're, don't just use this if like somebody just tries to attack you outright. If there's like one really big hit, they can absorb it. So out of game, Jerry can have a one-time use negating of a take a powerful blow. Like you can just be like, nope, nope. And so it's not that the suit is destroyed. It's that like the reinforcement. It's an airbag. Yeah, like yeah. She, gives, she gave you, yeah, she gave you an airbag. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Uh, <laughs> uh, and she is, so she's like, I can, I can help you out with that to where, you know, you can, you can do that. And so, uh, I guess I don't really have a lot of other information on them. Like I said, I don't do a lot of like stealthy stuff or sneaking in. I'm pretty, pretty upfront with my work. But like you said, uh, you, you said there, Kim, that you had no plenty of, plenty of people that could help. So what I can do is I can tell you and she like pulls up uh, and it looks, and it looks like a, like a little, um, like sewing instruction sheet to where she like is like looking at it and none of you to you it just looks like sewing patterns it doesn't really make any sense but to her she goes oh yeah there is so, so the circus there actually are in your side and yeah they're they're traveling to a town called helldale is where they're gonna be uh set up at next so that's probably gonna be your best bet to try to break into the safe and so you said all your friends are in in your side right yeah well yeah the people that we were they go well She's like, well, I can, I can, uh, I know that the way that y'all got here was Jerry and, and Claudio, they had, they had opened up a portal together, but they, you obviously can't do that. She's like, I can help y'all get back over there. I can give you this. And she gives you like this little like pin cushion. She goes, what are you ready to get back here? Just like use this and y'all can come back to me. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yay. And she goes, but here's the thing. She goes, uh, and then like the, some of like some like magic yarn comes out and like picks up the peg. So no one's technically touching it. She goes, you can hold on to this if you want to, but I could also keep this here because the thing with this not being tethered to anything or anybody right now, like it's gonna, it kind of draws people in a little bit when no one's really connected to them because it, if it's not being used, it finds a way to get around to that. She goes, so I'm going to tell y'all, I am very fine to not interact with this. If you want, you can keep it here safely or you can take it with you. I'm just letting you know because the whole thing is you're going out to just come back here with this and it would be yeah no you can hold on to it. we'll see you in a little bit uh bye bye peggy okay uh great empathy peg yeah so she like tucks it away to a little safe box and she she pulls out some scissors like cuts open like this little portal and then y'all see like 
And it's just like inside of Vinny D's where you just hear someone go, Hawk, 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 Hawk. There's a portal open and portal open. Why we get up, Hawk? And then uh, you live. Yeah, and then you, and then Herbie looks in and sees it goes, wait, him? Oh, okay. Hey, so, sorry. We're, fit, we're about to come through, I think. I, I like turn back. Yeah, so y'all see yeah, inside and it is. Uh, Oh, 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 here's the, here's this. And he, uh, Jerry hands the thimble over to the seamstress. Oh, she goes, oh, oh. And then just hops, and then hops through the yeah, portal. Yeah, she just goes, oh, okay. Uh, she goes, okay, I'll take care of this. And she, she sets it, uh, down. She goes, all right, well, I'll take care of that too. Well, y'all are gone. And she just, she goes, all right, well, like I said, just use, use the pin cushion, uh, whenever you're, whenever you're ready to get back into it. All, all, just one of the three of you, doesn't matter what, you just get a pin and just put it in there and, uh, and, and say my name. It's only going to activate for the three of you. So to everyone else, it's just an ordinary pincushion. She goes, well, good luck. And uh, once again, Jerry, just be very, very cautious. Yeah, no, I got it. She just looks at uh, the two of you came out. She goes, uh, like, just watch, watch his back. He like, he's very. Just... Well, thank you. Yeah, can I, I like, I like frantically nod, like wide eyed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Could I have a pen too? I don't have any pens. I want to make oh, sure yeah, I have yeah, one. Yeah. And she, she thank just you, like, she, she hands you a couple. And so you now have, thank you, so you now have, have these magically imbued, weird, another side pins. And then they go into Ooh. where your gun pill uh, slot had been used. And to where you have them in there now. Perfect. Ah, uh, Greg Senior, inventor of the gun pill. Uh, so yeah, y'all, y'all hop through this portal that closes behind you. You're all now inside of uh, Vinny D's. Uh, Herbie's there. Disruptor's there. Toolboy and Lift uh, are there. Trigus is there, but you know it's just been hanging out kind of in the in, in the room by himself for a while. Like he's eating <laughs> and stuff. Uh, and then spare parts is. <laughs> he's like like a surly teen, like during family events. Yeah, he's just figuring, feast figuring stuff out. And then uh, Spare Parts is not there. She hasn't been there in a while. You all know that she's been staying with the Catalyst. And then Radio is also there. Y'all get there and Disruptor like walks up. I guess when you called me and told me you're going to come over for a heist, I figured it'd be... You know, longer than 10 minutes from now. But do we drive like a car? I'm sorry to just drop in. Ah, no, no, it's great. I'm going to be honest. Every time I see y'all, it's it's, uh, it's another thing like this. It's pretty good. Sorry, Kim, if your uh, your parents had just uh, had just stepped out, so they're not here right now. That's okay. We're, and then and then everyone just kind of stops too, and they look at Alex. And then uh, Alex, like, as you start to feel a little self-conscious, Toolboard just looks over and just goes, Oh my God, Alex, you have to tell me right now. Who did your hair? As he just starts to just like, like just admire it and just starts talking about it, like how cute your hair looks and how much he loves it. Oh, thank God. And, uh, <laughs> and he's just like talking about how he, he's like, I'm going to be honest, it's very bold of you with your skin tone to go like half blonde, but that's, that's like, that, that mixed tone looks so good on you. And he's right. And I was so worried they were going to damage my hair, but it, it, I mean, like it, it turned out perfect. That's so good. He's like, and I'm going to be honest, I love, what, could I suggest one thing? Just like some mesh. I think it would look really good. <laughs> it's up to you. I, I don't know if I can pull I off the all mesh look as I'm, good as you. I'm just, I'm. You look over Jerry's. I'm, like I'm just saying, like Jerry, you got this suit. You know, it's you're it's you're a looking bit of great. A statement look. Uh, you know, but I say I'm just saying I, that's what I would rock. You look, you're all you're all looking really good. Anyways, uh, so. What uh what what are y'all what are y'all doing here? Uh what what's the plan? What do you need? You know, we're you know, mechanics are always down to help out the fun bunch. Thank you. Well we're trying to get some kind of string that can help tie together the fabric of reality to get a horrible book out of Jerry's arm. This lady called the seamstress got us to is helping us. But like there's some room that has a bunch of stuff or like wherever we find the stuff that we need to get. We she would like it if we brought some stuff back to repay her, but we could also try to grab something for y'all you know, it's so like this all the r- weird rare artifacts that the circus has. 
you could also take some. We can't take everything because they'll know too quickly that we've been there. But if there's something you know of that they are, I was going to ask too, I was going to ask the disruptor, is there anyone he knows who hates the circus who would help us? Because you said they usually run away from people Everyone they screw over. the circus. <laughs> disruptor says it's not necessarily he knows anybody that like hates them per se, because the circus, they'll go after certain marks, but they kind of have honor amongst these where they're not really trying to go after a bunch of like other villains. They uh, And they, they also just kind of enjoy, you know, everyday rubes too. But he does say that, you know, there's definitely people that would like maybe be up to the challenge to like help out but the more people you got on board you know the more you know you're gonna have to start trying to get people cuts and you know if, if you if you're getting what you just said is like some weird fabric of reality there's just like how many people would you want to bring in on a job where they might be able to try to steal that? Oh, I wasn't talking about bringing them in on the job. I just meant for information. Oh, for information. Or if they, uh, we could steal back stuff back. If they something of theirs that was stolen by the circus, we get it back. They pay us stuff like that. I'm not. I don't trust people enough. No, I appreciate yeah, no, you to get, bring in I, randos. I, 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 not because I don't really know anyone that has any vendetta because like I, we've kind of steer clear. They have like a weird vibe to them, just like all circus people, and just like the whole general feel of like. Cause it's not like fun, like oh, like come on down and like have, bring the kids. It's definitely like the creepy old like dust bowl style circus stuff that they put on, Ooh. and it's it's Ooh. not great. Uh, they the the vibe isn't like you know. I hear one of them is just like a bird that has a bunch of dead kid souls. What's that? Is that a yeah? Yeah, that's that's bad vibe. Like that's, is that orphan souls? You just coming at coming at with just that, and that's the thing that like what does that have to do with a circus? Honestly, does it have like more powers than bird powers? I don't. I'm, like, is it is it just a really powers. angry bird fueled by uh, the vengeance of of dead orphans? We're I mean, hey, out. which came first, right? The bird or the dead orphans? That's uh, that's. <laughs> is that the biggest question that we have to answer? Not necessarily. I guess the biggest question is how do we pull off this heist? Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, so I, I, we can we this is the thing we can help you do it, but as you know, Kim, we're more so a uh, blow up first, ask questions later kind of kind of thing. So I. Think think uh, for the circus themselves we uh, well, how, how do we want to do this because we you know we could try to cause a distraction but if we cause a distraction they might try to go for the safe at the exact same time we don't want to necessarily make it seem like we're trying to attack them because they you know what they're going to protect first is the thing we're trying to get into so is there like a way what i don't know like what how you want to do it well if we could get them to commit to staying somewhere like if there was a um some kind of competing attraction like a demolition derby or car themed uh, activity for rubes so that they would commit heavily to staying in Helldale so as to give us more time in the vault. Okay, so you want to You want you want us to put on that's, Is that something? You want us to put on like a competing event to try to like draw business away from them so they come check us out or kind of thing? Yeah, I bet I actually know somebody who might want to sponsor that. And Jerry busts a text out to Odette, like, hey, do you know anybody who would want to put on a demolition derby in Helldale? You text Odette, and she tells you that right now she doesn't necessarily know anybody in Helldale, but you text Ian and Gabby, your old beach friends, and you actually find out that Ian owns a flight of, uh, he owns a bunch of, like, school buses. <laughs> To where? Did you say a flight yeah, like of a flight school, of school buses? buses? School bus. To where you know? A flight of school buses. Well, like you know, because like he maintains and rents them out, and the people, and so he does for the district. And uh, since y'all were such good beach friends, he he actually says that there is 
you know, he's he he has like plenty of broken down ones that he's like sold uh, before for like scrap and junk. But he so he's like, here's the thing though, I don't know how fast you can you can probably get ten thousand dollars though uh, with uh, having something sit like that around. I know. I can just like do you guys have ten thousand? Do you have dollar ten thousand dollars? Yeah, yes. we can do that. Kim like, says yeah, yes. put the cars together. We'll be down in a couple yeah, hours. Like, is it <laughs> is it a hobby? Why does he have so many school buses? I don't Is like to ask questions about people who do cool stuff for <laughs> us. Yeah, you just hear muffled on the phone. He goes, uh, well, a lot of people don't realize how you can still hear a lot of stuff. It's just my, I just, it's my job. Y'all, you didn't ask me when we were together, but like I inherited a bunch of like, I'm, I'm a school bus uh, heir. Where, the school bus yeah. heir. Yeah, Joel, <laughs> guy who knows what jobs yeah. are. Jobs, <laughs> the family business yeah, of dad, a warehouse dad, full of school My dad buses. always said this one thing that doesn't go out of the style, and that's kids needing to go to school, uh, and so it's recession-proof. So I went into the family business of owning yeah, school owning buses. Yeah, school buses. <laughs> Well, I you can PayPal you that? ten grand. What's your PayPal? Yeah, yeah he's like uh, Beach Life and four twenty. Nope, no. Let's it's just blank that out. We don't want people to send money to whatever <laughs> PayPal that actually is. Parody, parody. Okay, I, I give him ten grand, and I pay enough to cover fees. Yeah, he's very impressed. <laughs> he's like, oh wow, I, I, okay. Because I guess uh, I guess I'll go. He he starts to set up, uh, setting up like four school buses. It's like to set it up to where there is. Uh, and so Herbie just looks. He goes. I mean, I guess we could say that I'm one of the honking cars that was seen on the set of Lindsay Lohan's uh, reboot of. Uh, Herbie the Love Bug, and you could come out and see me honk and jump, uh, what, what do you say, like five buses? Yeah! Yeah, I said, yeah. yeah. Okay, I guess, uh, I guess I can do that. Uh, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know if I can jump five buses, but, uh. That's okay, we just need you to think, we need everyone to come down. We can get radio to do ads for okay, free and like yeah, draw people yeah. in and, and like, radio, and, like, radio just goes okay I'm gonna just let you know though I can do that but it takes a, it's just it's a lot out of me cause I I'm mean, having to split myself up against the radio wave she's like so I can do this and I can uh, I can like get up some buzz but I, I can't do it for long like I can pretty much I can take over most of the communications in, in Helldale for probably about five square miles for probably 30 minutes to where I can get people going there but like as soon Thank as soon you. as y'all see people start showing up though like it's gotta go. You can't really wait too long, cause oh, we just need that. We just need the 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 circus to really commit to trying to win that audience. Okay, back. so so like her, so they they pull out like the high sport. Kim's seen it before, cause you know you gotta <laughs> you gotta make sure it's all there. So like the, the first thing is is like the distraction is Herbie is gonna jump five school buses, uh, and so like Herbie's job is like on that. Radio's job is to like draw the crowd draw the crowd in, and then you have Dis is saying that what he what he can do is that uh, th there you know there's nothing better to draw a crowd out like this with some like you know little pyrotechnics, and uh, he's just like, but here's the thing, I'm really good at imploding, uh, but I know one guy that's even better. If you want to call him in, you think it's a good idea? I mean, if you can keep him under control. Yeah, he goes, yeah, hold on, and he bangs on the floor and he goes, Dragus, Dragus, get up, get up, man. <laughs> He goes, he's been fine. He's uh, he he he'd like doing this, you know. And then you know he owes y'all plenty of favors. And if that's cool with y'all, like I said, we can we can work the uh, demolitions part to where we can do safe uh, safe explosions to really draw on that crowd and and uh, ma make some big old distractions at the time while y'all are breaking in. And y'all y'all see mm -hmm. like Trigus kind of like look around the corner as if he's like waiting to hear if y'all are like cool with him joining the heist. <laughs> I, out of the corner of my eye, I see him, and I'm like, yeah. 
Well, I, I mean, say. implosions aren't fireworks, so yeah, we will. That won't work by itself. How's Alex feel about I, it? I, I give, I, I give a like shrug. Mm, yeah, he's like honestly, Hi. he's mainly looking at Alex because uh, Alex <laughs> is like really right, and I know right, it too. So, I know he's looking at me. Right, so I want to, I want to. Yeah, it's like it's. Oh, I'm not saying that like you bullied yeah. in a bad way, but like you've definitely bullied him to where he's like, mm, okay. <laughs> um, great. So then they write up on the high board. I feel like I've done I've done like enough bullying for someone who's tried to Yeah, no, me. he's or at least I'm like like I get an allowance. I get like a deserved. hefty allowance like said, of being not, allowed to bully him back because he tried to kill me. I don't think anyone yeah, has no said, one said wow, anything Alex in this. Is really it's very hard everyone Andreas. finds it very funny <laughs> that the like anywhere from 7 like the 17-year-old girl is just punking this probably like late forties dude that's murdered so many people. <laughs> like it's very funny. Everyone loves it. So yeah. So Trigus and Disruptor will be like they'll be like running demolitions and also helping with the distractions in general because that's you know just be uh, big explosions at that point. Lift says looks at y'all and goes lift, 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 and then writes up on the board uh, protection. And then, like, writes like where 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 you see that like lifts is gonna go and like just help guard y'all while y'all make it to the vault and on the way out. So he's just gonna be like lookout and protection. And then at that point, Toolboy just like steps up and he goes, and I will be the most important of all, the bait. And then he just like shifts himself. And none of y'all have seen this, but like Toolboy like it just shifts himself looking almost completely like a different person and he looks like an old like 1930 like newspaper boy he's like extra extra read all about it there's a monster truck rally that's more important than the circus happening <laughs> perfect <laughs> brilliant they'll see it with jealousy splendid yeah so disruptor just kind of shakes his head and goes all right i guess that's it i guess i guess we're doing a heist so uh Thank you. And it's just like, all right, well, I guess uh, there's no time better than the present. Let's all uh, let's 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 hop in the uh, the mechanics mobile and make our way to Helldale. Yay! Is that just Herbie? Is Herbie yeah, the mechanics say. mobile? Uh, we just cut to Helldale. <laughs> <laughs> We cut to Haldale, and at this point, <laughs> Jerry has met up with Ian, and sure enough, Ian is not a liar. There were, there were the five school buses like that are showing up. They're in like an old parking lot that's big enough to be able to set up. Uh, Lyft gets there and like literally it's just like he's like building the the ramps that Herbie needs just on his own very quickly. As y'all are surveying the like the areas it's getting set up, the circus is going off. It actually looks as weird and creepy as kind of fun though. Like there are some cool things happening. Like you do see like outside of the circus itself, there's people doing like fire spinning, and there's a bunch of carnival games. You know, there are people having fun. Uh, and there's a giant cursed calliope that will steal your mm. soul. <laughs> uh, and this is Helldale, so you know the, this is like the food truck area. Uh, well, there's just a bunch of really nice, tasty food trucks. Like, what kind of stuff are there, Paul? Because once again, Helldale is a good place. There's Belgian waffles. They got somebody roasting nuts. It's like their sugar roasted nuts. Mm. They've got a hot dog place. Regular All hot these places dogs. They don't have weird dogs. names. It's just, it just normal. Says, they don't have normal names. They just say the name of the food oh, on yeah. the truck. And that's it. It just says oh, French that made fries. Me sad. <laughs> R.I.P. Michael. Douglas. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, you see a corn dog stand. You see Michael Douglas's face. Someone walks by, and then like he's gone. Like you know. <laughs> uh, Michael. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, so y'all. Oh, but not I know. Forgotten. I miss him too. Y'all are there, and so. Yeah, I owe a single tear. Yeah, single tear. <laughs> y'all are there, and uh, everything's getting set up to where the circus, it is big enough to where they're not like paying attention to what's happening next door. Radio has pretty much told you, like, whenever y'all give the signal, she'll take over communications to where pretty much like radio ads, there'll be TV, there'll be like phones, getting texts and shit like that, of like saying, come here, to where she can just start blasting it. So she says she can do that for about 30 minutes. It's probably going to take around 10 to 15 to really draw a crowd of people in enough to like pull away from the circus and then make them do that. So you'll have, you'll have a very short window to get there. But as you guys have always explained with like the weird time dilation of like your side, another side, it might be, you know, you'll probably have longer in there than you actually have on the, on, on your side, but it's, you know, definitely, you know, a well-oiled machine to where y'all right now are just posing as carnival guests and goers with lifts as you're walking around and they Ooh. and the rest of the mechanics are waiting on your signal and lift has uh one because he's been playing carnival games he has won a teddy bear that is like one of the Aww. massive teddy bears but lift is so big it looks like just like kind of like a normal size Aww. teddy bears he's like Aww. he's like carrying around and he, has, teddy bear. Yeah, and he has like a giant thing of cotton candy and he just looks at you and goes lift <laughs> cut just... back to the cut back to the game that he won and just the whole there's just a, an enormous hole yeah. blown in the it's back the of the bottles game to where it's just like yeah he just obliterated them <laughs> there's like yeah just take the thing and go dude go i just realized i meant to before we did any of this put <laughs> turbo crook's soul back on her and i oh. forgot <laughs> Super fast to help. I need to return this. I, I don't really have time right now. Shit. Do we I know where I don't have time, her, right? her soul is? I look at y'all. I got her soul right here. Oh, in do, my hand. do we know I mean, where her, I, her, 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 her corporeal form is? Y'all are also in Haldel right now. Yeah, we already went to Haldel. That's oh, the thing. Like, we don't really okay, well, let's just well, tie, 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 like a, uh, yeah, tie a ribbon around your finger like, or something. Why did they bring that up? Why yeah, did Kim just now remembers. And lift, lift, lift. Like you just see, I look in it, and the her soul shard is so mad because time is so much line. I'm like kind of shrugging her. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Like, oh, listen, getting it. Listen, uh, you're just like to be fair. It was always we're trying to solve Jerry's thing, and you came in like the middle of that. So like we'll get we'll start you next. Yeah, it's we like have you know. A thing going on. It wouldn't be fair to just interrupt that to do that. I mean, there I is know. an order of operation. I'm sorry. I just forgot. Your I was so, so excited about the prospects of a heist. I forgot to get one of our teammates. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> our heisters. Um, yeah, so y'all are like walking around and then you get to what seems like to be the center of like the carnival itself and it's like the big circus tent. There's this dude on stilts that like as soon as y'all like walking up pulls this rope and then like the like the curtains of the tent itself just like open up as he like just like welcomes y'all inside and you're all going here because you would assume that this is like close to where like, you know, the backstage area would be that you would need to like break into. Yeah, we get as close as we can. I, yeah. 
moving towards. Also, I'm 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 as in disguise as I yeah, can. Yeah, you you like have a hood up, and uh, you know I think there was like somewhere. Uh, actually, let's go let's go ahead and say this. Uh, y'all get in and realize that like Alex, you know you got your hoodie, but you're still glowing a little bit. And the first thing you see is there is a face painter there. Oh <gasps> yes. What would Alex have painted her face as to help uh, blend in oh. as just a carnival guest? Yes, tiger. A tiger. Tiger. Great. So Alex, oh. Alex now looks like has like a tiger face paint. Optional. Would would Kim and Jerry like to paint their face? Do a lot of people have their faces? Yeah, there's painted? a good mixture like a of people. To, Kim's probably never been to a circus. She's like, hmm, this is intriguing. Two questions: Is tiger also what Shelby would get painted on her face? Yes. Well, no. Yeah, cool. You know That's what, what I thought. I feel maybe unicorn. Because I feel like, hmm, I don't know. Um, Jerry is going to ask for a lemur to be painted on his face. Aww. Yeah, Claudia pops out of your jacket, just looks up at you and gives you a little thumbs up and they pop back in. As you get like a, le- a lemur painted on your face uh, and then uh, Lyft uh, sits down and looks at him and goes, Lyft? And then the, they, they, they just kind of like look at you and then look at Lyft and go, did you say lizard? And Lyft goes, Lyft. <laughs> and then so he gets his face painted as a lizard. I'm going to do what I did once when someone was face painting and she looked disgusted and was like, no, but you are so pretty. Why would you do that? I was like, I want this. I want a skull face. I had to argue with the woman for like a while and she did a really cool, good yeah. job. So yeah, Kim gets uh, Kim gets like a cool skull face. So now I figure I want a rainbow tiger. You want a rainbow tiger? Rainbow tiger. Yeah. Okay. That's a com- It's like a combo of unicorn and tiger, like pastel rainbow tiger. Yeah. I think, like what, Lisa I think what happens is, is, yeah, like Lisa Frank tiger. I want the Lisa Frank tiger yeah, you, with glitter. You, you, you go sit down and you say tiger and then halfway through you say unicorn. She's like, I, I already started tiger and you're like, fine, rainbow tiger. So then she just paints in like all the stripes are like shaded rainbow with glitter. Oh, yes. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, yeah, so y'all are blended in. Y'all have like your <laughs> carnival foods. Kim definitely, you know, there's some good carnival treats here. Kim gets some funnel cake. And so y'all go sit down inside of the of the big circus tent. You're blending in because there are a bunch of people there. The show is about to start itself. And so you assume now would be a good time to start it because before the show actually starts, you would want people to like get called out. So it's up to you if you want to call out to go ahead and... Start the heist. Yes. Oh, I have to go to the bathroom, friends. Oh, I also, I, yes. Me too. Lift. <laughs> Y'all call out, let radio know for the actual show starts inside of the circus tent itself. You start to hear like everybody's phones like vibrating, beeping, and buzzing as they're going off. And you even hear, Ooh. you even hear the intercoms of the circus come out with a voice Ooh. where it's just saying, everybody, everybody come, come on, on down, down to, to the, the alleyway in Haldare where the, the Her- Herbie the, the Love Bug, the original from, well, not the original, the one from the, the, uh, the Lindsay, Lindsay the Lohan reboot of Herbie the Love Bug. Herbie fully loaded. That's the that's the one that you can you want to see. And like Kim is laughing to herself because it's not only that that radio is bad. Like it takes a lot of radio power to do this. She knows that radio is not good at public speaking at all and gets very nervous. <laughs> Aww, so this is despite being a public <laughs> yes, address radio system. Radio is just trying to like it's it's like her broadcasting out to other things. So like even TVs and stuff had it. To where everyone, like, she also doesn't seem to know the Herbie lore particularly well either. She, which she I also, knows it, like, but it's one of those things she's heard it enough where she kind of forgot it. And then also it's more so that she's just kind of, you know, she doesn't really know what she's doing so much right now. She's telling people to do that. And honestly, it's just that most people are just like, I don't know my phone is 
doing this. So I guess I'm going to go check it out. Too, you- it's like when everybody gets an Amber, I mean, this is sad, but you get Amber Alert, <laughs> especially when you're on a film set and someone, suddenly everyone's phones are going, and it's like, okay, we got to stop. Yeah, so everybody like checks your phone and you start to see like a lot of the people in the crowd like actually starting to like leave the circuits itself. And then Kim, you're, y'all, all, y'all are watching out, but you do see where you now can tell is like the back area because you see somebody like looking, like pull a curtain and like looking out at, as you can see like the crowds leaving and it like you see back in there you see like a bunch of like uh, circus performers like getting ready and shit like that and so it looks like that's where y'all need to be headed right now as the heist clock has started <gasps> I, I direct y'all it was like that way I think we need to go this way let's go come on lift <laughs> yeah I like hustle and I'm like wow a, a derby sounds really cool oh demolition oh, yeah, that derby that sounds awesome yeah that's Herbie the favorite love bug, Herbie. Herbie. oh the Herbie the yeah, love you're bug here, and I think it's here, free wow. like, I came here I came here to see a lion get abused and he's like honey no we gotta go see Herbie you know that's you know that that's my thing it's a car from a motion Lindsay picture Lindsay Rohan was in that car maybe baby and there's a possibility that humans could get hurt I guess you have that at circuses too yeah but how thrilling like, oh humans getting hurt that's even better than lions they run out oh man so yeah the, these terrible people they're not from Helldale though they, they're 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 from somewhere else <laughs> they're yeah they, they, they they from they're not Heldelians. um so yeah they start to make their way out and so you you do see that there is there, there's starting to be some of the performers try to come out and like there's some clowns coming out juggling and shit like that and they're on their little unicycles uh trying to like get people to come back in but at that you see that like it's like a good opportunity to try to like sneak your way back in and you don't have to do any roles you're able to get your way back into like the back area of the circus performers but uh what are you gonna do no like you kind of blend it in because there's just so many people like trying to get ready for their stage call and then there's other people like freaking out because the crowd is leaving i mean i guess we're looking for a vault we're like right? A back like office? Well, right now yeah. it just looks like you're in more of like a dressing area where you would imagine that like you know the way the carnival set up there's definitely you know all of the actual like stage setup stuff the caravans that they used and stuff to get around would like be more in the center to where like you're in the backstage area to where this is more like the prep area to where you, what you kind of just need to do is like just get a little bit deeper in to start trying to find like a vault because like you look around and it doesn't look like there's just like a vault sitting around like right in front of you can i look to see if anyone looks out of place like if like going the opposite direction or like dressed differently than a performer or like maybe who's like working in the back office or something or anyone who fits the description of the folks that we've yeah you can, you can give me an assess the situation check and i'll give you a plus one because cool. you're you're in in control here and like know more so what you're looking for Ooh, 10 uh great yeah so you're like looking around and one of the people that like catches your eye uh as you see somebody you're just like, all right, well, I guess that person's probably somebody because he has that really big hat on. And then you see that he does have the head of a lion. I, I like nudge my teammates and like, mm, 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 and like use my head to point. I realize that listeners can't see my head movements. Oh, that is a sweet hat. Oh, oh, he's got the head of a lion. Yeah, let's follow him. Should we follow him? Yeah, let's follow him. Yeah, I think we follow him. Be they cool, have. though. Be cool about it. I'm cool. acting like I'm looking around. Can I, can I also do, like, as we're following him, Kind of keep my metal sentences up if there's a giant metal vault Ooh. somewhere to like sense where you're, you're trying to like get a 
feel for it, but it doesn't seem like there is just lots of metal around everywhere. Like you don't mm-hmm. really have like, cause you don't know like what the vault would be made of in particular. You, you don't really like get a sense of just like, oh, this is definitely the only metal in the area. Cause you know, there's lots of it around, you know, you, there's, there's definitely like a big Ferris wheel. That's like the most metal, I think, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you mm-hmm. don't get like a sense of it right now, but you can tell where the lion is standing. We're probably like the best way. Uh, but how are y'all going to try to sneak back there at this point? Because right now you're in like the dressing area where no one's really paying attention to anybody. Everyone's kind of running around. But like this would be more, going more towards like you're kind of getting like more behind the scenes. In the dressing mm-hmm. area? Because like, like where the lion standing where y'all would like follow him like... You would be leaving like the dressing area. Mm-hmm. Jerry is going to get a clothes rack and in a classic gimmick <gasps> of deception, yes! like ride inside the clothes rack and just sort of walk it on its wheels towards the th- and have lift can push it and we can all sit inside with the dresses and costumes and he can push them in a direction. I, I like try to hustle. I want to try to grab like one of the costumes for lifts lift to wear and push us while we comically yeah shuffle. you just you grab a leotard and put lift in just a, a classic strongman outfit Leo. wow <laughs> awesome yeah it's, it's it's very it's it's, it's very easy <laughs> how he got in that very quickly <laughs> yeah it's a uh, it was it was he's also holding a big barbell that says one ton on each <laughs> of the spherical weights on the side oh, just to nice. go well, you are able to like kind of sneak into this to this clothing rack is like lift is pushing you through so one of you give me a provoke somebody check well i'm it's my dumb plan so it's a 12. Hey, yeah great so like yo. lift just grabs this and y'all just like tuck into there and are like walking along with it and uh you the lion wasn't like necessarily walking back like because like he was like checking and back there you could like see him talking to people but the lion doesn't even like pay attention to y'all like he's just still trying to figure out like what's up with the show and you're able just to like walk right by him as you're now in so you're outside of the tent but you're in like this area itself is kind of like fenced off with like a temporary fence but you can tell that this is like where a lot of like the rvs and stuff where they sleep they travel in you hear like uh uh like on the other side because like nobody even knows you're there you hear on the other side of like an rv uh two people talking to where you hear uh, one voice just screaming, damn it, Madam Killsight, how did you see this coming, all right? We know we have a quota to make, and if we don't get enough people here to watch this show, there's no way we can pull it off, all right? So we gotta we gotta get their butts out there, all right? So I don't know what you're gonna do here. And she's like, listen, Barker, I don't know what you're screaming at me for, all right? You're the one that's supposed to be literally getting people in here, <laughs> and right now you're talking to me from a rock, all right? I told you, if you wanna talk to me, you need I need eyes to look at. This is weird when you do it. Okay, so if you, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out there, and yeah, sure, we'll start, start telling people's forces for free, and we'll get them in there. But I swear to God, if we don't reach the quota, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to go to a damn another dimension again because we're gonna have to. Okay, you know what? You already know what we're gonna have to do. So let's just go. And so she see. <laughs> I don't need to give you. I have to give you exposition. So like you just see Madam Killsite. You, uh, she, she just looks like uh, you know every every like woman at, at like a carnival that's like reading your fortune, and she's holding a rock like in her hand and she's screaming at it and like walks back she, she should just paint eyes on the rock if it's that big of a deal lift for the lift leans down and goes lift mm, lift lift mm. uh, <laughs> and uh, so 
Y'all, y'all, so you right now, you know that the lion is inside, Madame Kelsite and the Barker. Right now, mm-hmm. you do not know where Mind's Eye, Tightrope, or Robin are. But you, you, at this point, see, like, one of the, one of the RVs and, like, Kim, like, you do, like, a little metal sense and you, you, you get kind of, like, a feel, mainly because of, like, your metal sense and, uh, like, you're, you just done a lot of crimes and, and theft and things like that. And you're just like, well, actually, the model is safe that the seamstress said, actually weighs this much and so if it's this and so like Kim is able to tell like one of the RVs is more than likely holding a safe in it. Ooh I say but I don't know which one. You know which one you know which one it is. It's like one of the ones okay. in the back. Like you're able to like pinpoint so you don't have to like try to sneak into a bunch of them. Um at this point it's been probably about ten minutes. Radio said you all had about like thirty minutes uh while she was like pulling the crowd. So you know what what are y'all doing? Uh initially it looks like the coast is clear. You could try to check more, but just at the first uh like first glance. No, this is going great. Let's go. From How is the RV <laughs> relative to line of sight? To everyone else because we could try to sneak under it cut a hole in it and get into it we could try to get in from the top i'm if the door is where people could see it like what's the our... door in it is definitely like where people could see it because like i said it's like they put up some temporary fencing for this area just where no one could get into theirs this rv itself is kind of like in the middle of all the other rvs still tucked away to the back but like the door to get into it is like pretty visible to everything else so where you could if you wanted to like try to sneak your way around to like tuck under and then uh, at this point like lift looks at you and just says lift 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 and Kim understands mm-hmm. what he's saying mm-hmm. is like he's gonna mm-hmm. go he's gonna go like hide hide in the corner over there so he's got like vi- vision on the on y'all and who's coming and so lift just like no, yeah, and then lift the lets you know he's gonna, thank you, thank you. He, he'll let you do the call lift 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 to where whenever people okay. are coming just like that okay yeah Kim and once again Kim understands what lift is getting at <laughs> Alex and Jerry are just like, just, just like, that's it. Really? Just straight up. Like we, we all three have animals that will like literally talk to us, but we can't this guy, but they can, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. So what is your plan to try to get into this RV? Does it have one of those things? I feel like this was like a break. We're talking about Breaking Bad, a Breaking Bad scene where there's like a thing on top of it, like yeah, an they, air, they, uh, emergency exit. Yeah. That seems like oh. the best way. Cause then they won't immediately know there's a hole in the bottom of it. If I could like fly up, you could jump up. We could reach down and pull Cherry up. Yeah, there's definitely like a little thing on top. So I want to try to get behind it and get in through the top of it. Trying to be as quiet as possible, I think. Once we're in, like, I'm worried about getting into it. I could do an, an assess or something. Yeah, so you 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 try to get into it, and then you have, like, the cool tech gloves that spare parts help make on your suit with the catalyst. And you're trying to, like, pick the lock, and you do. You're able to successfully pick the lock, but you're opening it, and it does not seem the lock was the thing that's holding this open. Because, like, it's not budging at all. And then Jerry... You like touch it with your gloves and you can sense the best way to describe it is it's actual magic. Like there is magic that is like binding this thing shut right now. Ugh, why won't this thing open? Go ahead and give me a freak check and you're going to take a minus one anytime you use spellbook just because it is bound to somebody else. Listen, eight. Nice. Woo. Between all the way so, around, uh, yeah. You're going to go Ooh. ahead, you're, you're going to mark a condition, because this is the first time you use Spellbook not, like, powered. Oh. Uh, Jerry says open, and the door does open, but, like, Jerry, you just, like, you can feel it moving deeper and connecting greater into your tissue. Like, you can feel it. Oh, well, let's go with Jerry feels afraid. Jerry yeah, feels like, afraid. You can feel it so, moving, yeah. like, on your insides. Doesn't feel great. But you you say, like, open, and sure enough, like, the top of, like, the RV uh, pops open. I peek in. 
I am in a hurry, but I don't want to just jump in on. Uh, yeah, so you're checking in there. You give me and assess me, the like... situation as you're looking in. Oh, I'm guilty. So it's an eight. All right. So you like look in. You pretty much just like dip your head down in there before you like hop in. And before you move in, you do see that on like the back of the RV, there's like a like a little door, like because it looks like a like a room in the back. You see like just through the crack, it looks like there's a safe back there. But you also see sleeping in a cage a small red bird. Oh no! Oh no! No! I turn. I say I see a little a little bird in a cage, but it's red. Aren't robins? Don't they have an orange chip, but it could just be an evil Maybe it's the cardinal. Wait, what color robins? I don't know. This is out of game, Joel, not knowing. They're like brownish gray with like a... Oh, no, the shadowing was wrong. It's more of a brownish gray. Actually, it's more of a brownish gray. I apologize. I was wrong. I thought it was a cardinal, but it looks like a robin. I only know like what three birds look like. They're all the same to me. Don't at It's a stork. Don't at me, bird people. Anyways, this robin has like a giant fucking beak. Where it can like scoop fish out <laughs> the of there and it, and it fucking <laughs> delivers babies. It's got blue feet. It's got blue feet. It's the actually flightless too. And uh, it sits on its eggs for warmth in the Arctic. Oh, it's and it's an enormous yeah. spread of, t- of feathers that it uses, uses it's a display. It's actually the closest animal to a dinosaur. And so Jurassic Park was... That's uh, all, that is true of all birds. That's just uh, how birds work. Bird facts. One of those was true. Yeah, so you do see in there uh, that there is... Uh, there's a little sleepy, sleepy bird, whatever that looks like a robin. Is there? Can I try to like? Oh no! Uh, I was thinking like try to move a little blanket over it <laughs> to like keep it quiet, but that might just wake it up. Like over the cage, the noise of that might just wake it up. What do you guys think? The, the robin is in there. The robin is in there. How vengeful does it look? It could be just a regular robin. It's in the little cage. It's probably it's got to be the. Do you think I'll have partial immunity? Because I thought it was. I'm not really an orphan. Psychologically, I am an orphan. I don't know. But what? I don't know. I just. I just. Uh, I thought we should double check. We should probably. They're probably going to see us. We probably need to get power, in there. What is the power of dead orphans? I don't that was know. never super Can he get out of the cage, or does he have like? Does he have hands? Wait. Yeah. Like, if it's trapped in a cage, then is it in a cage? Yeah, I'm going to l- use my powers to lower myself down there very quietly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like if the cage is locked, that it's trapped in a cage and we're good. It might be a lookout bird too. It might just start screaming with dead orphans. Okay, I'm gonna go down and see if it, see what happens. Yeah, okay, we oh, got dead orphans would be good at screaming. Yeah, you better check it's it true. out. That though. is that is a classic orphan power. Kim, give me a danger check because Kim Kim's going down first. This might be really bad. Oh no! So I rolled a four. <gasps> Luckily for me, my danger is minus one, so that's a three. I go, God. <laughs> so like Kim, Kim like lowers down, and you are very intentional about like not making any noise. The whenever Jerry said like open, you saw like this like flash of these sigils appear on the door and then like disappear once like Jerry pretty much dispelled them with spellbook. And now Kim like you like land safely and you're like okay yeah i didn't make any noise and you take one step forward and immediately you just see like this sigil underneath your foot like appear you can't make out what it is but uh, as soon as that happens you start to hear a uh, just a voice seemingly out of nowhere just go intruder alert intruder alert as the bird stirs awake in front of you and then you start to see uh, shadowy figures of, 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 of long, hungry children appearing in front of you. Guys! I hop in. 
I set off an alarm. I'm not as worried. I'm honestly not as worried about the vengeful children. Sorry, vengeful children. Can you're you turn not going to take a condition right now. But what it is is, Kim, you physically, your feet are stuck in place. Like it seems like there's mm-hmm. like a magical binding holding you down. So at the, like you're trying to like move. Well, the weird figures appearing in front of you aren't really doing anything, but they're just menacingly like popping up in front of you as the two of you start mm-hmm. to hear the the intruder voice. And at this point, it's probably it's probably you probably about got 15 of the 30 minutes left. Come on, I'm, I'm stuck here, but you guys can do it. Come Where's on. Where's the intruder dry, I, alert coming from? So right now, it just seems like Kim activated it because the most you can tell is like because this thing you all have dealt with like superpowers, another side, other side, but and Jerry did research on this there's people that do magic and it's not that magic is drawn from any one set plane it's that people that actually understand how to like manipulate and use it like y'all are just like tapping into these powers and not really fucking doing no one it's like the difference of like a sorcerer and a wizard all of y'all have just been sorcerers just tapping into this magic and just throwing it around and you don't really know how to control it this is like magic to where like people are like oh i legit like know how to do this and you have you have to like understand how to break it. Nerds. So right now, it's not that like there's a an alarm going off you can hit a switch on. It's that Kim is like sealed and trapped on the gr- on the ground is what you could put together. Kim, Kim, oh God. Don't say so my name. I, I don't know who Kim is. Go, well, so. go into a different room. What are, you, what are you doing, Alex? Kim, can you toss me turbo crook? What? what? Why? What? I, I'm kind of nervous. I really. <laughs> I was going to try to knock the bird over. No, I got something else that we could use. Uh, please, uh, <laughs> Does sorry, anybody I really don't care about That's turbo the only crook. rock I know that we have. I could just try to use my powers, Alex. Oh my God, I, I want to act fast. I'm trying to think quickly. That the, the, the presence of shadowy ghost orphans is, is, is really hampering Don't my... worry about them. Go into the room. Get into the safe. Easier go. said than done. Okay, Don't let's go. I, I go into the room. Is the room in this RV? Yeah, so it's in the... Room? It's like y'all are like on top of it. You can see the safe. In the RV. Like the room is like in the uh, like the back of the RV. Alex, like what you could do and you like you like look in... And you, you seem like everything seems like really tense. And then, uh, but then Alex, you kind of like take a deep breath and it's not that like time slows down, but like you just immediately like see that there's like a bunch of like, there's like a chair, a desk, like a bench to where you could probably easily like hop and bound in between to not touch the floor. Cause it seems like that it's the Kim touched the floor yeah. to activate it. I'm going to try to do yeah, that. So you're in your, so you give me a freak check. As you're going to tr- right. try to, like, bound your way to to dodge out of the floor and all the, the ghost orphans. Nine. Anyone got a team point? <laughs> oh, I need uh, it? Yes, because Jerry grabs hold of you. Take me with you. <laughs> and, like, points out. No, no, no. The stool yeah, there. Yeah, so Jerry. And, okay. and, and it's funny, too, because he just gets the idea because he just saw Kim riding on Turbo Crook's back. So, but Jerry gangles his way <laughs> on top of you. Just Welcome back to the piggyback. He gangles his way on top of you. And y'all have tried to do this before. Both of you are just really tall, so it's hard to do. But you're actually you're really strong now. And you can completely support him. I've, I've definitely given Jerry piggyback well, rides. So, I'm not saying that you're not strong. You've never been strong enough to give Jerry Aww. piggyback rides. It's that Jerry and you are both still very very tall people and so it's just like are. it's a lot of limbs to deal with for <laughs> your a toes piggyback. always yeah graze the like, floor even even with both <laughs> of you being taller so yeah but jerry like wraps himself around you and y'all bind and make your way back to there uh, at this point kim it's not fun for you because the orphans are just telling you <laughs> Uh, like the last time they ate and they're asking you for help. They're just really getting at you and they, and, 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 you know, they're just, 
There's just orphans trying to look for help as you're just kind of getting overwhelmed and you still can't move. But uh, Jerry and Alex, you do, you're in the back now and you do see this safe in front of you. Man, I wish the metal powers person wasn't stuck to the floor right now. Who's a criminal who knows how to open safes? <laughs> Crack safes. Um, uh, I try to punch it. Ooh, uh, yeah, go ahead and give me, uh, give me a freak check. Really? Well, would you rather be freak or danger? Either freak. I like freak. Let's yeah, I was about to say. Freak. I think. I think because I think at this point, like you, you've you've not really tried to use your new powers as much. Yeah, I've been kind of afraid of them, but I, uh, I, I whack it for a ten. So you punch the safe, and like it doesn't hurt you at all. You you hardly feel anything, uh, and it doesn't really seem like it does anything. And then you kind of like realize like you've been holding back. Like you didn't want powers. You try to get rid of them. You haven't really tried to use these. And so then you take like another deep breath. And then Jerry, you see like Alex close her eyes. And then like her fist and arms start to like the gold glow starts to like intensify as Alex just like takes a deep breath as you see like cascading up her arm. Like as this gold light as Alex punches the safe one more time. And just kind of like knocks it. It doesn't seem like it does anything, and but it just like knocks it barely cracked open enough to where you then, Kim, you're looking on the inside as the uh, as you see this, and you see like this safe barely open up, and you see Jerry and Alex disappear. Oh. <laughs> Oopsie poopsie. Cool. Can I? Ch I want to try to make the. I want to try to lead an orphan revolt against <laughs> the bird. That's what I'm trying to do, just so you know. We don't have to show it. I'm just, like, trying to convince these orphans that this bird is Orphan just using uprising. them. Yeah, it's like, who is yeah. keeping your, your your poor souls tethered so, yeah, to I this think, like, oil. You see, you're not, like, freaked out that they're gone. You figured some dumb shit like that was happening. So Kim is just trying to, like, connect with the like the like the dead orphans or whatever they will be and just be like i understand i'm one of you i was and, and i get unionizing it. the orphans and, and so you're just trying to plead yeah. with them because they're people. not like attacking you it's just that it seems like they're just kind of like because you haven't really done anything back at anybody like because as soon as you got like caught mm -hmm. you just told them to go so we cut to and y'all find yourself in once again you can feel that it is another side but it just feels like the two of you are like standing back to back and it feels like you are in like a glass case but you can't see anything around you Ooh, spooky uh oh Ugh. <laughs> so like Jerry starts trying to find the contours of the glass case. Same. Are there any, any searching for any like sur like surface button uh, latch? Uh, you, you start to do that, and you're feeling around, and neither of you uh, really feel anything at first. And then Alex, you do. You tell Jerry this uh, reminds you of the summer that he tried to get into miming. Oh, that was a oh. yeah. That was a weird hobby but it does kind of remind me of that oh i i kind of oh, hold on jerry starts trying to mime a little yeah, stairway jerry starts to mime his way up a stairway and sure enough finds his way out of this uh <laughs> this mime box as he i'm gay i'm Alex, him. you are so much hey, See, you are, you are good at miming. i think you gave it up too quickly i think it's probably for the best you are i mean always very good i start i start trying to Climb up a rope. <laughs> There's only one costume option for the mime superhero. You were never good in horizontal strikes. Alex starts trying to climb up a rope, and so like Jerry is like walking up a, a staircase that like like kind of like spiral. like yeah. a stairwell where like uh, twists and turns, and then Alex is just talking to him <laughs> uh, as she's like climbing up. A Alex mime was the rope. one person who liked that in gym. Like I I don't know <laughs> if that person exists. 
Ugh. I'm sure there was yeah, one your, your, somewhere. Your form is flawless. The thing is, you it's don't hard. even need it because with your superpowers, but you're still like you know, you, your legs are wrapped around. Oh, you're like bringing your leg yeah, up like every that. time. You, you definitely do that. Uh, and y'all, normally the thing that gets people with the mime box is that you have to believe it like a mime, and most people don't want to do that because they hate it. <laughs> but the two of you, with everything you've been through, just like this is the best yeah, thing that's happened. Got- we, the, you mean the inventor of the unhappy mobile is gonna have a problem miming something? I don't think so. I don't. Y'all I make don't your think y'all so. make your way up there. You see, like w- what you what you kind of come up to. It looks like there's like some uh, some like drapes, and then like the drapes open, and behind it, it just uh, there's like a ticket taker counter. It looks like the entrance to a normal carnival itself, where you would like go in. But right now, that's what you see once you mime your way up. Well, you've given me little choice, Riddlemaster. I approach your box office. Yeah, you approach the, the box office and then uh, you, you see like a, a bell appear in front of you and then uh, it dings and then you see like where the hand, like like a hand appears after the dinging starts uh, and there's somebody, they're just dressed up like an old-timey ticket taker and they're like, hello, how can I help you today? What do you need out of the vault? I need the, some strands of reality and oh wow i can i actually come in and look i've forgotten some of the things that were in there and it would be really helpful to me because i have a list from some friends but i wanted to make sure that i have like a surprise for somebody for a couple of people and i wanted to pick it out special is that all right no problem just pay the innocence fee and you can get on into the vault <laughs> sure now i of course know what that is because i come here a lot but I, but this is this is my friend and uh, could you explain that to, to oh, her the innocence fee is simple well there's some people that we like to call innocent, and there's other people that aren't. <laughs> and so the people that aren't, well, they can do things like, and then you start to see like whenever people are like, uh, they, they show videos of like people playing carnival games and eating popcorn and having fun and merriment. They're like, make them and buy magic items that will slowly take their innocence so it can be sold and given to me, the vault keeper. Great. This isn't, this isn't good at all. You put together <laughs> that Madam Killsight and the Barker were talking about how like they needed enough people and they had to get it done tonight. Oh, they got to get a slurp away all their, all their innocence and yeah so, so so you put together the thing that like that they're like going through and stealing is like they're somehow magically metaphorically whatever are literally just taking the innocence away from people to give to this weird sub-dimension vault keeper oh gosh it's like so now that i'm done explaining to your friend go ahead and just give me your innocent coins and then he holds up like two hands uh jerry looks in his pockets uh, jerry has uh, a half pack of cigarettes some loose weed and a bent joint <laughs> jerry lights the joint that's at least something uh if he has a lighter um yeah and then like you haven't gotten high since you didn't have powers you're you're like getting pretty fucking wrecked high it's pretty cool <laughs> Oh, that was a... Well, I don't have any fucking magic innocence coins for the goddamn river um, sticks Can I talk guy to... Here. Do I have any connection with Wabe? Like, in my head, can I talk to Wabe? I don't know where he is. Yeah, well, I think, like, Wabe and Claudia are just with you. Okay, just kind of, like, hanging around. I, like, talk to Wabe in my head. I'm like, hey, like, do you know how we can get past this guy? Or if, like, they have a stash of some of these, like, creepy innocence coins that we could swipe and... But I don't want to do that if we can give people back their innocence... I mean, that sounds like a rough thing to lose. Um, I was like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a lot of it. It's just, I don't, maybe, can you give him your answer? No, you don't want to give him your answer. I don't think you're going to. I would really love to not do that. What about, uh, I, I'd like to hang Jerry on to Jerry looks up I when you left. say that and he like kind of snickers. Jerry, because <laughs> you can hear, you can hear them talking about it. He's like, Jerry, listen, I know it's not great, but like, 
like, like a fool's gold spell in that in that thing you got there? Can you like? Because look, we got we we got to be in and out fast. So I mean, maybe it can. Oh, oh, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. I just the word for this. Fucking nostalgia. And like two and two gold coins oh appear. Two innocent what so, innocent yeah, coins Jerry... appear. Uh, says nostalgia as he's trying to conjure up a physical essence of the the innocence that the two of you used to have that Aww. would uh, <laughs> be faking up. So yeah, so give me a once again a freak minus one check as you're trying to use spell book. What'd you get? That's a three. Yeah, no, it's no. a two after all the death. Yeah. So yeah, you you cast the spell, uh, and then like all it does is just gives you nostalgic feelings, and so you're gonna go ahead and mark hopeless as you feel very despondent, and then you look, you you see the ticket taker go, oh, it looks like someone is trying to swindle the old vault keeper. Goodbye, and then Alex, you see Jerry Wait, no. is gone. <laughs> And uh, you're just sitting there, like, with the, the vault keeper. At this point, Jerry, you find yourself, it seemingly wasn't, like, you it se you seemingly weren't gone for more than a few seconds. You see Kim is trying to plead with these orphans. Trying to uh, start a trying revolution. Trying to start a revolution with these, with these uh, orphan Excuse spirits. Me. And uh, what are you what are you going to do? Kim, you do see that Jerry p pops up next to the vault. I see him. Okay. I see him, but I, 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 I'm still, I really want to get these orphans on my side. You give me a savior check. Nice. That's an 11. Yeah, you're trying to like talk to these orphans and it's weird because you don't really understand like where, or what they're from or what they're connected to. But you actually start like telling some of them like it's just well you can just you can move on you don't have to do that this is okay and you like you don't really understand but you're literally starting to help release some of these like trapped orphans that are bound to the robin to like to like Good. pass on and at that point when you start doing that like the robin itself in the cage like starts to like flap and squawk as it's like trying to get out of the cage. Jerry, you see this happening and you're like, oh, that's sweet. And then you see as like Kim is like trying to do this, you see reaching up next to the cage itself, uh, what seems like to be a, a tightrope wire as it's like bounding itself around the cage to like unlock it and let the robin go. And you notice that and then and immediately follow the tightrope wire to where it looks like you're trying to where it comes from and you see wrapped around your feet you are <gasps> now bound uh, by tight rope as it starts to tighten on your feet i figure out which way it's wrapping and then start to spin around <laughs> so as to spool it up away from and pull it of like towards my feet and away from the cage give me a danger check sure wacky swirly check eight yeah so you are able to like wrap it up and pull it to where it does not uh, release uh robin but you are now just kind of double bound yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's what i thought like was gonna you, happen and like <laughs> you, you like you you're able to like scream out to kim like tight ropes here as the like the rope starts to like tire it's not like suffocating you but it's just like tying you up around your face ah, ah, oh, uh, and then oh, at this oh. at this point kim you are now able to uh move your feet huh, good okay i want to try to use my power i mean i'm still talking to the orphans and stuff but as I'm doing that, I look out of the corner of my eye and I reach my hand out and I'm going to try to use my powers to get tightrope off of Jerry. That yeah, works. Yeah, if you're still engaged with the orphans, go ahead and give me a freak check with the minus one as you're just trying to convince the orphans because they're just, they're demanding a lot of attention from you as you're trying to help Jerry. Ugh, orphans. That's an eight. 
yeah, so I think what happens is more start to appear as you, because they now are starting to ask to be released, and you don't really know how you did it, and so you're just kind of getting overwhelmed as you're, like, able to make this thing just not restrain and kill Jerry to where, like, Jerry's, like, can, like, get out of it a little bit and it tightens back up. To where you're you're just you're holding on enough for both of you. And then we cut back to where Alex is now in front of the vault keeper. Oh my gosh, is he okay? Where'd he go? He goes, Oh, your friend was just trying to lie to me. Oh uh, to get in and steal. So Oh man. Oh, what a what a what a what a scam. What a what a what a what a rascal. As we've established, I do not know much of innocence coins. Can I create them from myself? Oh, you know what? If you're a first time here, we have this little system that we invented and he pulls it out and he goes, It's called an IOU and he goes, You just take this ticket and then I'll just I'll just give you a give you a call later and then you know because you'll start a you should start a tab. So whatever you grab from in there, we'll just make sure we'll make sure we're you know you can pay for it later. Is that if that sounds good to you? Gosh, darn! Oh, God. Okay. I, I I I sign it. This is I think this is our only this is our only choice, and this is a very important thing that we need to get. Yeah, and he goes. Yeah, so keep my help. So yourself I'm gonna to owe two big favors to two powerful interdimensional entities. Yeah, he's like help yourself to whatever you need back there. You know, the, just remember the more you take, you you know, we'll have to collect that fee later. Uh, but you know, help help yourself, and you sign like the IOU, and then like as soon as you look up before you can ask another question of the vault keeper, you find yourself. It's like Lord of the Rings style like the fucking like dragon's den like just riches upon riches you you did tell him that you wanted like the weird fabric of fabric of reality you know where you know you so you know what you're looking for in that the other hard part is jerry was the one that had the gloves that can like do power sensing and tie things like that oh. so you don't really know what else you would want to grab she told you just kind of grab some stuff but you don't know the equivalency of the price of things that you're grabbing. Right, of what I will have to owe in the future. I will, sorry for you, you you treasure hunters out there. I might play this one safe. I grab the fabric of reality, which seems like a pretty good get. Yeah, you. as soon as you grab it, you immediately see your entire life from when you started to right now. Oh, like you gosh. see it in like a flash. I, I get a headache. <laughs> yeah, it's like you get like yeah, a little bit I of a headache. It. Uh, and it's just, and it it doesn't necessarily make you feel in one way. You're just like, oh, that's okay. I just saw my whole existence and like a uh, very like like a like a tension, like kind of like whoa. Oh, we'll snap back. What is an item that Alex would take? And this could literally be anything in there. Oh gosh. Okay, I'll grab I'll grab something else because I was I was gonna play small, easy to carry. Yeah, like a um worth ten thousand innocence coins. I feel like, yeah, grab some coins. I do feel like something, well, something, something small like and shiny. Like something like, I feel like I'd grab like something tactile, like like a die or something. Just grab a dice? Yeah. Well, how many sides? Uh, I, I, I like 20. Great, yeah. So you're like looking. I don't know if the, I don't know if this is a if this is a nerd vault. <laughs> I mean, if there's a twenty sided die in there, it does sound it. <laughs> or like something something like fucking weird, like a seven sided die. Well, say, <laughs> Alex, you're walking around, and to you, it seems like you've been walking in here for a very long time because this place is just so huge. And you found like the fabric of reality, uh, and then you also are looking, and then you even see it like sectioned off into different things, and like one of them says like the nerd ward, and you're like, nerds don't have great. <laughs> stuff uh, and so you do go in there and you see a bunch of like just loose dice um i grab the one that looks 
like it's got the like the most marbly sparkly pattern. Right, yeah. So you go in the nerd ward, you grab a twenty sided dice, and at this point, like Alex doesn't like you like you don't want anything else. Uh, and so, like, as soon as you I didn't are, even, like, I'll, I'll say I didn't even want that. It just kind of caught my eye. But you did, you did know that you needed to grab it. So, like, yeah. So at that point, like, as soon like as you I feel it, as soon as Alex is like, "All right, what do I do to like get? I'm done. I'm done. I got all the things I need." Uh, you like immediately appear in front of the vault keeper again, and he just goes. All right, so let's see. You got the thread, and you got ooh, that's a very interesting choice. I don't know why that'd be particular use of you, but anyways, okay. I will see you later, Alex. Finch. Can do you have like a like a user's manual? Would be great. He's like that. Uh, generally is not what we get. So, anyways, I'll uh, see you later when we collect the debt. Can you make an exception? Yeah, and then uh, at this point, you Can I get a bag. You, you like come <laughs> back too, and like Jerry is all is just almost like suffocated by this tightrope tied around him, and Cam is just covered in like just all of these like orphan souls like screaming for like help to pass on, uh, and then like you see a bird in a cage freaking out, uh, and there is now uh, only <laughs> only five minutes left of the really big distraction. <laughs> oh gosh! Did you get it? Yes, I got it. I got it. We we Yay. we can get. Can, can we get out of here? Jerry can't get out of here. Can, can, I try to. I try to help Jerry with the the wires. Give me a directly engage a threat with tightrope. I don't know who Jerry is, but our friend who I won't name is having trouble. Yes. Oh, he said Well, that's a solid six. So if anybody's got, I could do a team point. I could. I'm using my powers to try to loosen it. You can use your powers to catch me from saying Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I can like nudge you. Yeah, you're like sick. Um. Yeah, so you, you you use your final team point and you are able to bump it up to a seven. Pick one off to directly engage. I'm assuming you would like to create, create up an opportunity yeah. for my So ally. you're going to yeah. mark a condition uh, because like tightrope starts like you are like pulling off a of Jerry. Oh, I do have uh, five conditions marked. Just FYI. Oh my God. And my directly engaged the threat was the last one. Um, yeah, so you like are starting to pull tightrope off of Jerry and he can tell that like you're the stronger force. So it starts to like wrap around your arm, but you're able to like fight off of it enough to where Jerry can like scramble out and uh, Jerry, you could, there's a window you could scramble out of to get out of the RV or you could try to do something else. You do see that Kim is kind of overwhelmed by these weird orphan spirits. Jerry is going to actually is going to lean at the window, but he's going to signal to lift and like wave him over. And then come back in and try and work with, I guess, the, I don't know how to address really either of these challenges right now. I mean, as soon as we have Lyft with us, we can use, I guess we can use the pincushion with him or just tell him we're leaving. I just have, I don't want to bring the orphans with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, right. We could just bail on yeah, this but I'm part. Not, right. I'm not bailing on Lyft, but once we get out of this, then we just leave. Yeah, tell him or he leaves with us. Like, Joel, do do I know if I could bring Lyft with me to the... The pincushion was set for the three of you to be able to travel mm-hmm. back, so you don't really necessarily know if Lyft would go with you. Jerry leans out the window and gives Lyft, like, a salute, knowing that they're all about to hop into the pincushion and go try and go elsewhere, uh, and that he should just disappear off into the crowd somewhere and go back to what he was doing you, you, you do that and like like lift gives you like you give him like the signal of like you know go go that you got it and he just gives you a thumbs up and then uh you just see him like turn and just like pick up the like the fencing and just like throw it as he just starts breaking his way through so he's just kind of like walking away because he he knows that y- y'all are gonna just you know just poof out we yeah we talked about this so at this point kim 
is the one with the pin cushion. Alex, tightrope is like wrapping around you. Kim is kind of covered in that. And at this point, you now see on the outside of the RV, you see uh, Madam Killsight and the line are making their way towards the RV. Jerry, what are you doing? We got to do it now. Uh, Jerry uses, Jerry gets himself one big old gangle and finds a way to connect uh, (laughs) Alex and Kim, like hoping that Kim is like we're re- like we're ready to work the pincushion and just do this, but we're all touching, we're all together. We we have to go right now. We should go. So Jerry, you give me a danger check right now. That is a straight danger check. Yeah, then that's a ten. Okay, great. Hey, you scared me. I was like, you grab like a. Well, I was worried if it was like directly. I have a bunch of. I have several conditions, Mark. Do you grab? So you grab like Alex's hand and like are trying to pull her in the RV closer to Kim as like tightrope is like wrapping itself around parts of the RV, pulling her in, and then like Jerry like gangles out a bit, and then literally (laughs) like. You feel like you're trying to reach out to Kim. Your hands are just like barely clasped as like the door opens and you see this like line in front of you. And then you just like reach out a little bit more. And then Jerry, you can feel like the binding of Spellbook itself kind of like extends your arm as you just kind of like. It's like, all right, I don't want to live here either. And then you just grab it. And the last thing Jerry sees is this lion's head like. Your your head is in the lion's mouth almost as you're like shit about to get bit shit about to get bit and then you find yourself inside of the seamstress's uh, room <gasps> as Jerry narrowly avoided getting his head bit by a lion tightrope and everybody else the orphans didn't follow it's just the three of you uh, next to the seamstress oh my gosh oh, I sit down <laughs> and she's just like oh, okay well y'all. Y'all came back here in a, in a hurry. She goes, I see. I see you got the, uh... I mean, you gave us a teleporting pincushion. There's only one way to teleport. It's like right then. No, I that's got what that. It, I got that. You know that. what? I'm sorry. No, it's fine. No, it's sorry. good. I mean, it's good. I, I guess you got the... Ooh, lion. Ooh, lions. Oh. Was, yeah, that's, uh... There you go. Hi, hi, so, all right. Uh, Where'd you get it, Alex? We've, we've got this. She goes, yeah, okay. So she takes the thread, and you see her... You see her like take it and the whole thing, it looks like a like looks like a piece of cloth itself. And you see her just pick up these tweezers out of a drawer and just go, Alright, well with this, and then she like pulls out her little glasses, pulls down a couple different shades, and goes, Oh, there it is. And you see her just like pick out one tiny thread of this whole cloth as she pulls it out and throws the rest of the cloth away. And then she puts it inside of this like magical loom that starts to like stretch out Ooh. and extend that one thread itself. And she's like, all right, well, that's going to start prepping uh, for him. And she goes, and uh, not to sound greedy, we able to get anything else while you were there? Yeah, I got this. And she's like, you know what this is? Ooh, that is. Okay, I don't... I don't know why... I don't know how... I don't know why you have, like, a teleportation party stone, but okay. What is that? Teleportation party she stone? She goes, oh, well, there's... Uh, she, and she's like, well, there's what, what 20 of them on there. To where there's uh, there's like tether points across the three different dimensions, and you roll this, and you get you get sent to one randomly. It's usually it's I mean it's called like a party stone because it's adapted. A lot of people use it to to be able to like hide and run around. But this thing packs a pretty big, uh, pretty hefty punch there. And, you know, uh, th- honestly, this thing would go for a pretty high price in the market. So it's a good thing y'all stole it. Hey, high price? Yeah, I mean this like the the oh. power to be able to just to- like if you were if you were to hypothetically exchange this for a favor like. What kind of magnitude are we talking about? Well, I mean, well, this thing can just kind of like punch holes through each of the three dimensions and then take just uh, as many people as you want. 
And you just kind of designate it. So, I mean, it's it's pretty good. It's not like as, uh, I wouldn't say like the equivalent of like the power of any of uh, Jerry's, like the spell book or the, or the Pagan there. But I mean, it's definitely, you know, it's a pretty good night on the town, uh, if, I, if I say so. Okay. Also, um, hypothetically, good for running away from someone who may be looking for you to do a favor for them? Uh, if this hypothetical, you got this from that person... Probably. That, I mean, that's not what I'm. I don't. Alex, what are you talking about? Because I wasn't in there. I was like, Alex, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> She's like, hypothetically, if you, oh, if somebody gave you this and you owed them, you probably wouldn't be able to use it to run away from them. And also, not to be rude, this is technically supposed to be mine. But if y'all need to, if you want to keep this, and we can work out another form of payment. You know, that's, I don't know if you've ever heard of this thing called IOUs. Oh my God. Uh, uh, Wait, Don't what? take it, take it, just take it. She goes, yeah, great. Uh, she goes, well, anyways, uh, if y'all want. I can't, I can't have three on my ledger. Because if you want, um, I know, I know that book is just screaming at you, Jerry. Uh, we can go ahead and just kind of, kind of get this done. If you, and it looks, and she looks at you, like she goes, looks like you could, you could definitely use a break. Right now, uh, how about y'all stay here? And then she goes and opens up another door and it like leads you into where this just seemed like her workshop. It leads you into her actual house that it's just mm. so peaceful. It's big. It's got multiple stories. There's guest rooms. It's all knitted. It's like everything's knitted. There's like all the, like all the, like the cups and shit are like magical where they're like are like filling themselves up and cleaning themselves as dishes. You guys all get food as you just wait in there. Probably equivalency of just like one or two days on like your on like your side time, but she's like getting everything ready and working with Jerry to where you all are able to chill out. You definitely need it after going inside of like the the peg, and then she calls Jerry in, tells him it's time to to do the switch, and you know she asks you one last time. She's like, "Hey, are you sure?" This is what you want. Like I said, you know, I know we could try to find something else. You could wait a little bit longer. But if this, if you're going to connect yourself to this, this is like your last, last stop chance. Because this, connect yourself to this is, uh, is a lot bigger the way you're doing it now. But it's safer. I mean, what? Ugh, I don't have to, No, I'm already, the clock already hit zero. Let's do it. Let's go. This is already, we've done, I don't have time to do another so, yeah, whole so, patch like, of She goes quest. in to her workshop with Jerry. The two of you are like waiting, hanging out with Claudio, Vince, and Wabe. And then after a few hours, you see her like come out and she like sets down. It seems like in this like contained box, she sets down spell book. It's just flapping around like mad. The fact that it's not connected to anything, like it's furiously like trying to jump at the two of you. But yeah. she's like, that thing's contained. It's gonna stay safe in there uh, once you get it to the Oracle, but it's it's definitely not happy about it. And she goes, so I just wanted to come and tell y'all it was successful, but there's a little bit of weird side effects to where your friend might look a little different than when you last saw him. As she opens the door and you see Jerry in his sad sack outfit, which is like, you know, this like the, the nice suit, the gloves and the bag and everything, and it doesn't look normal. And then Jerry takes off the bag and he now has dark purple crystal skin. Oh, gosh. And the mouth is a little frowny and has, I guess, yellow on the interior. And the eyes are a little coming a little yellow also. So it's like an invert, a color of color flip of the of the button. And Jerry is the outsider. Kim is shocked and trying to be polite. Hey, everybody. Hey. Away. Yeah, no, it's, it's weird, huh? You sound the same, though. I didn't know, I didn't know if you are going to have well, some skin weird buddies. voice. And, yeah. Hey, skin buddies. Skin buddies. Yeah. <laughs> like the sound of flesh on, on rock. 
Yeah, for like stones. So you don't have eyes or a nose or a mouth or ears, just a sad face? Uh, yeah. But like, it, like Jerry is experiencing the world as normal. Well, okay. Whoa. Can you open your mouth? Ah. Uh, what happens when he does it? It like looks yellow in there, but like he's like, yeah, I can hear. Like, and Jerry, he starts smoking. Oh. Like, no, this is dull. I don't know. I don't know. Like, look, you can ask yeah, her. Yeah, she goes. It's like I said. Teamstress. Uh, your friend's really adaptable, and uh, this was. I didn't really get. I didn't really see this coming. But uh, hey, he's not gonna die now. Nice. And that's where we're gonna end it. Wait, no, wait. I want to end on a oh, jump yeah. high five. We all, we all jump high five. <laughs> freeze frame. Free, freeze frame. <laughs> uh, great. Y'all successfully did a heist. Uh, and and uh, Owen Favors has never turned out bad in any any role playing game before. So y'all are. No. Oh, yeah. We can do. I, I would have. I would tell after some of the frantic running away, I would tell Kim and Jerry about all the extensive favors that I currently owe. Well, Jerry's going to feel real bad about that, and he's going to have to fix one of your favorites. Real fast, Joel. I would have texted the mechanics. They're fine, right? They made yeah, it out. Like, we'll, yeah, we'll, out we'll okay, deal yeah. with all that later. Yeah, we we got to do the post-session yeah. at Joel. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, so that, that was it. Uh, this was episode uh, 58, and so episode 59 is going to be dropping on April 20th, which is just three days after uh, Spider Day, which we will be doing another. Um, so this is coming out before Spider Day. So we'll be doing another stream weekend to raise money for Covenant House Georgia. Make sure to go check it out. Uh, we'll be streaming all from our Twitch. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we're also going to be dropping Spider Day 3, 24 hours on April 17th. Uh, that's the third Spider Day in, in the trilogy. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure to check that out. And uh, do y'all have any ideas for the name of this one? Well, I like Vault Keeper. Well, you usually don't do stuff yeah, after Vault characters. Vault Keeper's pretty good. Or Innocence Coins. Innocence Coin. <laughs> Innocence Coin. Ghost Orphan. Um, there's something else. The Circus. The Circus is pretty the good. The Circus is good. It's pretty simple, yeah. Uh, I like the Circus. Demolition Derby. Uh, yeah, um, let's go. We'll just go ahead and say it. School bus warehouse. It's uh, this this the school bus. Uh, thanks mm. for listening to episode fifty eight. School bus air. <laughs> uh, as uh, as you all know, that's what it's called. Uh, go check us out on all the other shit. Go write reviews about us on iTunes. There, you know, tell everyone about us. Tweet about us. Go check out our Patreon. We got a bunch of bonus episodes, one shots, deep dives. We got fucking other stuff. Uh, that's it. You know, maybe we'll do, we'll do, maybe we'll do some new deep dives talking about how Alex is now the transforming Jerry is the is the outsider. Uh, it'll be fun, Ooh. you know. You, but you'll you'll all see it once you go pay us money on the Patreon. So thank you very much. Go buy some merch. We have two different Herbie mugs. We have an amazing shirt designed by Branson Reese. Uh, we have dice. It's a uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, that that's pretty much it. Go tweet at us. Uh, we'll be dropping episode fifty nine on April twentieth. Like I said, so look forward to that. And just tell everyone about us. Hopefully, we have the starting guide up on our website, so you can go check that out. I think that's that's pretty much it. Nothing, nothing too new. Everyone's still just in a pandemic for a year or whatever. So maybe, I mean, this is in the future, so maybe it worked. Who knows? It didn't. Uh, maybe Joe Biden did it. You know, maybe really, maybe that's our boy. Uh, <laughs> maybe the Johnson Johnson vaccine did it. Maybe the baby oil. Anyways, as always, I'm your GM Jewelries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Shelby. I'm Shannon. I'm Paul. I guess you could punch Jerry in the face now. He's made of crystal. Yeah, it might hurt your hand. Oh, oh, oh.